How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to The Little Things with Mitch. And Jake. Jake, season four, finishing up here with Rapid Fire, kind of one of my favorite episodes of the season where we get to catch some answers that didn't make the book. Can you believe we're wrapping this up? We've got season five right around the corner. I'm pumped, Mitch. I'm so excited, and we do have some special announcements at the end of this episode, so be sure to stay tuned for those. We've got some really exciting things in the loop, but... Yeah, 44 episodes in, and along with our quick hits, we're coming up, if not past, 60 total episodes about to start Season 5. So really, really exciting, and I'm ready to roll tonight. How about you, my man? Good, good. You know, I'm terrible with organization. So yeah, as soon as we started throwing uh, quick hits in there, I have no idea how many episodes we've done, but it uh, it's went quick. It's It's been very enjoyable, and I mean, we talk about our why and why we're doing what we're doing, and... Um, you know, it was definitely all worth it, man. Uh, getting you back in, building a relationship with you again. So it's been great. It has been great. And I know you go and, and speak on that uh, during your motivational speaking quest. You've had a busy summer doing that stuff. And that's part of your message too, is is finding and, and living through your why. So uh, I think we got a good thing going here. And yeah, we got a really good episode here. Before we get started, I do want to give a shout out and a special thank you to this season sponsor which is the south dakota army national guard today's south dakota army national guard remains strong with more than 3100 soldiers available to execute its missions the mission of the south dakota army national guard is to provide combat capability to the warfight security for the homeland and to provide combat ready units in three roles federal state and community a special thank you to those serving our country from us here at the little things our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. Today's topic, episode 44, is actually confessions that didn't make the book. So we just kind of rapid fire these off and go through a few of the answers that kids gave uh, to the book Cardboard Confessionals, and we go through a few of of them. You you ready, Mitch? I'm ready. Fire away with the first one. Let's roll. Uh, The first topic um and i will remind everyone that season four's question was what is something that is misunderstood about you and the first one that we want to go over here is i do not want to be this emotional mitch go ahead woofty woofty in a school setting especially so i there's a stigma uh, around being emotional and and what should you cry about what should you get verbally you know visibly upset about and I think people ride on that a lot. I think when people do get emotional, they they feel judgment. They feel that this isn't the time, this isn't the place. I shouldn't be getting this worked up. So it's not only just the emotional side of it. I think this comes from like what people view their emotions as. We're we're people that like to keep things in, and I, I just think of someone that's emotional and wouldn't have a problem with that, but everyone around them or what they think, everyone around them has a problem with that. So then all of a sudden, well, I don't, I don't want to be that emotional, but I, they're probably healthy for it. 
yeah, it's kind of interesting. I feel like there's a lot, a lot of gray area with this one. Um, I don't want to be this emotional. That's tough. If, if you know, you've tuned in for a while, you realize that these kids are eighth and ninth graders, I believe, that took your class. So they're they're very young and they're going through a lot of that that growing up stage where they're starting to learn more and more about themselves and and become more self aware and kind of grow into. Uh, you know, a young adult. And it's tough with all the emotions that come with that stuff. You know, I certainly remember being in high school and kind of going through that growth phase. You do as well, too. It's just an interesting time. It really is. You want to be able to express yourself and to fully uh, be yourself, if you will. But there is that that fear of being judged, that fear of, of being looked down on and being made fun of. You know, um, everyone in high school is so judgmental everyone's just trying to figure this out and you get into certain groups and whatnot and it's just it's just an interesting time i'll i'll say that so being emotional is is part of that roller coaster as you go through high school well and i'll even make a mention even outside of high school you know uh you know i've had some things that have went on in my life that have uh challenged challenged me and i've become more emotional probably in the last two and a half months than i have in the last 10 years maybe combined and it's like I constantly look back on that and it's like I wonder why why am I getting emotional like what what's wrong with me like why do we do that to ourselves it's tough I I don't know why we do that to ourselves we're we're our own worst critic right it's 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 okay to be emotional it it really really is I think when you know you talked about it in your first um first discussion there it's tough to hold all of that stuff in because when you do, it, it just kind of sits there and, and festers. It sits there and boils up and then, you know, little trigger points happen, uh, certain events happen during life and then all these emotions come pouring out at once, right? And I think it's super interesting that when, you know, it's okay to be emotional, it's okay to be vulnerable, it's okay to talk about our feelings. I think we need to do that because um, it's super, super important. And I've certainly been in a similar position where, I've kind of put my emotions at bay for a very long time and they've certainly come up and, and altered my my state and, and my thinking um, for sure, especially, you know, with everything that's gone on in the past three to four years for me. And obviously you're going through some of that right now too. So it's just an interesting time and an interesting topic to discuss here tonight. Moving on to our second question. Uh, what is something that's misunderstood about you that my past continues to define my future? What are your thoughts? This is an interesting one. One of uh, one of my favorite quotes comes to mind right when I when I saw this answer, and that is, "You are not your past unless you bring your past with you." I'll say that again: "You are not your past unless you bring your past with you." And I think that's super interesting because we all have these events in our lives, these these moments, these decisions. Um, some set us forward, propel us forward, and some set us back. And if we hang on to our mistakes, if we hang on to our failures, if we hang on to those decisions that didn't go our way, then it holds us back in the present moment and obviously alters our future, right? We have to learn to let go of those things. You know, I talk about that in my book, you know, why you need to fail. Failure is only redirection. And that that continues on throughout life, not just in high school, but as you grow up, as you form families and relationships and you go through your career, um, maybe you, you're switching jobs, you know, going through something in adulthood, whatever it may be. Like, you can't hold on to past regrets. You can't hold on to the past because it significantly impacts the way you show up today. 
And that's kind of my take on it. You're not your past unless you bring your past with you. Although you should learn from it, you can't bring those past mistakes through. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm going to take a different stance. I think you're spot on with your stuff. You know, the glass half full, right? That's part of that's part of this whole podcast is to be able to think positively and look at things in a different light. But one thing that gets me is the the people that are viewing all of this stuff, right? You try. People try to move on. Some of the things that they've done, whether there were mistakes they've made, situations they've been in, and it's like the reason that my past continues to define my future is that people still think of me in that light, right? I'm changed. Addicts, different things like that. You, you've made mistakes. You've had things going on in your life, and you're you're not able to overcome that because of your past, right? I mean, you see these people that are you know, that have been in prison and different things like that. And they come out, they want a clean start, a fresh start. And yet the past still continues to be brought up and they're not able to move past that. So I, I think society's part of that problem of not being able to move past. Yes, we as individuals get in the way of ourselves, but it's also the, the people around us too from time to time. Big time, Mitch. That's That's definitely a relevant take, especially in today's society because there's so much I don't want to keep going back to the word judgment, but there's so much judgment that is placed on everyone today. Um, and it is super relevant. I, I think that when when you don't have kind of a, let's call it a grip, when you don't have a grip on yourselves and, and you're, you're living in that regret and then on top of that, you're letting other people kind of define that for you um, by keeping that judgment on you and, and keep that that past self that you presented or that past decision that you made when they keep keeping that relevant and keeping that in today's picture, it makes it really, really tough. And I think of some people, you know, myself included that have folded under moments like that. It's, it it is super tough. And, you know, I urge our listeners, especially some of the younger ones who may be going through some of this stuff, like just, just remember that you are in control of how you respond, right? There's going to be bullying. There's going to be people that are judge judging you there's going to be people that have the opposite view of things on you and that's okay that's completely okay you can't please everyone just remember to to kind of walk in your own path and hold the people that support you close and kind of take you know all that stuff with a grain of salt as as hard as it may be i don't know if you have anything to add to that mitch but that's kind of the take on it no i i'm right with you man i just i think every viewpoint plays a role in this and in being understanding and being I don't know, almost sensitive what other people are going through is is going to help this from all viewpoints. What do you got for the next one? 100%. This one's going to be fun here. I'm curious to hear your take on this. Uh, another topic that didn't make the book, uh, again, from the question, what is something that is misunderstood about you? This answer was, I don't like crowds. Well, you're either with this answer 100% or you're against it 100% either you're either introverted or extroverted either love tons of people or you want to sit alone in your room so it really depends on where that is it's it's pretty clear what I like to do I guess but I like to be in the middle of crowds and do understand that there's times that I enjoy some quiet time but um, I can see where that becomes a problem and what's funny is like people that don't like crowds might be people that are in a crowd all day long, you know, and and that constant wear and tear on their psyche, I guess you should say, it 
but it, it'd be interesting to see who this person is and if they're put in those situations. It's like people that hate flying. Well, some people that hate flying fly three times a week in their job. So it's interesting. Use, how, using your using your app from the last episode. What was that? Oh, Looking up the flight am I, data. Am I going down? You bet. You bet. <laughs> That's a real thing. That's a real deal. My mom had a comment on that. She couldn't believe that that was actually an app when she heard that. <laughs> it's just interesting that people come up with everything. And that's funny that you, you do it too because, I mean, you're not a – you've become more of a frequent traveler. Oh, absolutely. As of yeah. late. Yeah, so it's just it's just interesting. Um, I just have a quick take on this because I, I think of extroverts versus introvert. First of all, do you know if you're an extrovert or an introvert, Mitch? I'm an extrovert. Okay. You know that for sure. And I, I, I agree with you. So for your listeners out there, an extrovert um, gets energized by socializing in large groups, talking with a bunch of people, etc. Introverts, they get energized by spending time alone or by themselves or in really, really small groups. So that just kind of reminded me of that. I don't like crowds. Um, I believe I am an introvert. I consider myself busy and I run around all the time and I kind of get energized by slowing down and just relaxing or going to work out or going on a hike. That's kind of my, my way to kind of decompress and whatnot. A couple of weeks ago on Thursday, I went to my very first hairball concert. Oh, I've have heard ever, good things, man. Have you ever been? I've never been, but I've heard great things. I had heard such great things and I went for the first time a couple of Thursdays ago and it did not disappoint. It was absolutely amazing absolutely amazing they do 80s covers and they do outfit changes like during the concert super super fun that was out at the fairgrounds here in sioux falls so it was huge that sounds huge like something crowd. Lori and scotty would get into oh we talked about this so jordan and my mom um they go to these things it's kind of like their deal they've been to like four or five hairball concerts together oh, did you really? know that no yeah. i have no idea <laughs> Yeah, so they, they love their hairball. Scotty, maybe not as much. <laughs> <laughs> if he can watch it from a tractor, he's probably pretty pumped about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I had that uh, had that happen that Thursday, and then that Saturday I actually went to a John Party concert as well, too. So I took in a lot of uh, crowds that weekend. It was it was a little bit out of the norm for me, but it was a great time. I was going to say, are you, would you be considered an introvert then? Or a little of both? Yeah. Or, really? Yeah, based on I, a little bit of both for sure, but based on the definition, I think I lean more towards being an introvert because I'm able to kind of get energized or able to clear my mind, however you want to put it, by kind of slowing down and taking time to myself, getting outside in nature and stuff. But I feel like that reason is because I'm in front of people and talking with people and conversating all day long, you know, similar to you. But then you go out and, and gain more energy by being in large groups and going to your own concerts and stuff. Right, so that's right, it's just that's right. it's just interesting how that how that uh, dynamic works and how that changes from person to person. I got the next one for you. What is something that's misunderstood about you? I don't do things because I am worried about what people think. Yeah, I can see where this this kid is coming from um and honestly this this happens well into adulthood um i'll keep my answer short i used to worry about it a ton a ton and it really really affected me and i found certain things to to kind of 
shy away from that and began to work on myself and not focus on that. And honestly, I don't worry about it too much anymore at all. And it's a really, really great feeling. But I do know how heavy that can be. Um, when you're worried about what people think about you and you're worried about being judged or you think people are going to make fun of you, whatever it is, it's, it's heavy stuff. Uh, you know, especially in middle school and high school, not only that, but when you get into adulthood and you start making bigger and bigger decisions, it, it gets heavy. So I can, I can definitely see how that's super, super relevant to, to being misunderstood. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that, Mitch? I mean, it kind of goes back to my number two, that my past continues to define my future. I think it gets in the way of, of where we're at and judgment and, and different things like this. So I can for sure see that a high school student would put this, but this wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I did start collecting some things and then got busy as far as the dissertation and, and life in general. Um, you know how much I love the busy word, but I did uh, take a poll of parents and kind of what they have and this would have been an answer that would have shown up in in parents cardboard confessional too over and over again this is not this is a pretty common common answer but it's a lot easier said than done Uh, i think you just finally get through the ringer so many times that you're kind of like all right well i'm either going to live with this and be all right with it or i'm just going to be miserable and um yeah once you're on the other side of it 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 makes things a lot easier (laughs) it does things kind of seem to to really smooth out and you're not as you don't get as anxious and and get obviously as worried about things you don't get as stressed when when you kind of just come to like an acceptance of that so i hear you there one of the the final answers that didn't make the book again for what is something that is misunderstood about you is that i don't try hard in school mitch Hmm. go ahead interesting um you don't know if this is a kid that's brilliant and just gets by, still gets B, A's and B's, but can really uh, put themselves out, or is there more to that? Is there more to this where there's other things going on in school that make this kid not want to try? Um, a lot to unpack here, but uh, the first step to helping this person is just to understand where they are where they're coming from and, and why they're not trying. Is it laziness or is it, you know, a coping mechanism? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it could be a larger picture thing. You know, maybe some things were going on at home possibly. Maybe uh, stresses from sports teams. Um, you never know. You just never know. And obviously you're you're well well equipped to to talk about students and in school and kind of the battles and stuff that they go through and i just think back to some of my schooling days and it's just interesting that you know we there's there's kids that try really really hard and there's kids that don't try and it's kind of interesting to see the dynamic there and you know we remember certain people that did certain things and it's just it's tough right there's so many things going on in high school mitch if you want to elaborate on some of that stuff i I mean i remember all the dynamics in high school and that was a long time ago now I can't imagine with all the added pressures you know that kids are going through these days it's it's just super interesting so you know on top of that being also self-aware that hey it probably looks like I am not trying hard in school but I really am here you know it's kind of interesting that that was the confession if you want to elaborate on that well I just kids obviously have things that they're dealing with people do I mean they've got problems whether it's in school whether it's personally at home and and everyone handles it differently everyone copes differently uh there's a lot of outlets not all of them are good actually the majority of them are not good (laughs) 
Um, and that's what the ones we tend to tend to pick as, as human beings as, as weak, you know, we, we tend to pick the easiest ones that make us get a, a quick feel good. But, um, that I don't try hard in school. This is one of the coping mechanisms that we see in schools today. And, and I, I think you eventually grow out of this. You don't see this near as much in, in high school or excuse me, in adulthood, but kids will like do that deal where like if they're not good in sports or not good in school, they, they make it like a big joke. Like, oh yeah, we're not any good, but we're, we're not really working that hard. And then they, they'll just laugh through it and stuff like that. And it's like, like we see right through what you're trying to do is that you're not capable of doing this, which is fine. But rather than put your head down and work hard at it and try to achieve this, you just make it some big joke. And that's why you're struggling because you really don't care about it. And that's a joke. Um, you might see, some, have you seen adults do that? I mean, does this stuff make sense? Have you heard, have you seen this? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think of just professionally in some of the, the jobs that I've had, some of the coworkers that go through that type of stuff. It's like a, I think you use the word coping mechanism. It's almost like uh, deflating, you know, they're, no, excuse me, deflecting. Mm-hmm. They're they're deflecting the the focus and the attention on them when something isn't going their way, and typically it's in a joking fashion. Yep. Yeah, you're right. So it's it is interesting, and yeah, it happens, you know, professionally in our jobs, but just even in you know friendships, relationships too. I think about some of that stuff, but it's just interesting. It's it's a tough dynamic um, growing up and, and thinking about just the the different things that that kids are battling. It seemed, you know, I know I want to think that we went through a lot of things and we did, but to to think of all just all the different things that kids are dealing with these days specifically, it's it's just interesting. So that's awesome. Good take on that. And yeah, uh, before we get to the end here too, we do like to talk about past episodes, uh, reviews, questions from our audience, read shoutouts as well too. And before we do that, we do want to give uh, a shout out to. Um, a certified financial planner of ours from Northwestern Mutual, Luke Bruns. So Luke has been with Northwestern Mutual since 2009, and he strives to protect what matters most to you and your family. Uh, For more information, if you want to get in touch with Luke, just let us know. Uh, You can contact us here with any questions at thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com. I know we had a few announcements ready for you guys. Mitch, do you want to talk about those? Yeah, I got a few shout outs and some announcements. Uh, Shout out to Tim Heil, teaching out in Lemon, South Dakota. I went out and spoke there uh, this summer right before the school year, and he came up and just said he's an avid listener, and he's excited for our guest speaker. I kind of made that announcement there that we're going to do that. He was really excited living up in that area and just said, keep doing what you're doing, and that was pretty cool. Um, Kelsey Little from Castlewood, uh, just saw her at the grocery store, actually, and she kind of gave us a shout, said she was going to an NFL game or brother must be a strength and conditioning coach or something at uh for the 49ers um it'd be cool to get on maybe we get to try that one of these seasons but uh she just said yeah she listened to our podcast and that we're entertaining i said well i don't know if you think if you think that's entertaining you live a pretty boring life but um (laughs) appreciate kelsey there and listening to us and uh tell you what you we've got two big announcements you make one i'll make the other one all right i'll start off with if you guys remember back a couple of months ago, we did a, a live podcast at Cool Beans uh, at the 
roastery up there in Brookings, South Dakota. Kurt Osborne um, is the man at the helm there. And we've decided to partner with Cool Beans and we're going to create a Little Things coffee blend that is going to be available to to buy and support a, a small business. Um, and yeah, we're partnering with Cool Beans on that. Uh, we've done some taste testing and are excited to get the packaging ready to roll and we're going to we're going to roll out some little things coffee. So hopefully we have some coffee fans out there, uh, listeners. And um, if you guys know some coffee fiends or coffee addicts, uh, be sure to spread the word. We're, we're really excited to, to have a, a, just a, something new, kind of a new adventure there. Obviously, we've never dove into the coffee business. But we met with Kurt. He was awesome um, at Cool Beans there and just kind of a, a neat opportunity to partner with a small business. So we're really, really excited about that. And we have to have coffee drinkers on this podcast. So you guys put yourself in this spot. I talked to Kurt, hooks it up. I called Jake, say, Jake, listen, one time this week, you just got to call, drive up to Brookings. He's going to have about 12 to 15 blends for you to try. Jeez, it just seems like heaven to a coffee drinker. I don't know. I'm not a coffee drinker, but sure seems like something they'd enjoy. And Jake's just like, nope, don't want to do it. I'm going to wait, you know, so. Um, Is that how that went? <laughs> <laughs> I think I jumped out of my seat, just to clarify there. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, no, he's a, he's a good dude looking uh, looking forward to that. And I think that uh, the, the other cool thing, too, and we could actually make this kind of a deal, Jake, if, if you're listening and you have a charity that uh, you like, that you're part of, that, you're, that you've, uh, you like their mission, uh, just put it, uh, send us a message. Send us uh, an email at, uh, what is it? Guy can't remember. What do you got? What is our email again? The little things dot Mitch and Jake at gmail dot com. Send us an email wherever you got it because Kurt and I we've we've partnered and he said all the proceeds because we're not taking any money for this. We just want to help small business. Want to want to just do our thing. I think it'd be kind of cool. Um, so all the proceeds are going to go to a uh, charity. So haven't really decided what that would like to be, but I uh, think it would be kind of a neat deal. So shoot us uh, that. Give us an email and, and let us know there. Yeah, help us spread the word. Again, the little things Jake at gmail.com. Uh, get yourself some coffee for a good cause. So we're, we're super excited about that. And the last one, we got a speaker coming up. Probably not going to do a quick hit in between Jake as we finish, uh, wrap up here uh, season four. We've got Holly Hoffman. Um, she's a legend, so to say, um, from South Dakota, Eureka area, uh, was on Survivor, the TV show. Listen to her speak once, and she's good. She's a, just a small-town gal that uh, would be able to talk about the little things, how life's changed for her and how she's kind of all over the place speaking now and still has her roots here and, and goes back and kind of, I don't know, what it, kind of builds up, I guess, kind of refuels. Uh, by coming back here so very excited to have holly on uh thinking here in a couple weeks and should be a good episode i think a lot of people will enjoy what she has to say yeah we're really excited about that it's always nice to to find some some guest speakers who obviously become successful but have kind of branched out you know they have those south dakota roots but they've gone and done on done other things and it's just always interesting to hear their perspectives and whatnot so curious to to ask holly some questions and and dive in on that episode but uh, that's going to be super exciting and that'll be a great way to wrap up season four mitch 
Thanks, Jake. Had a great time again, like always. It's nice to reconnect and talk and wrap up uh, Season 4 here. So tune in for the next episode. We're going to have Holly Hoffman on, going to chat with her, talk about the little things, the big things, and everything in between. Looking forward to a good one. This is Mitch. And Jake. Signing out. This was a special presentation of The Little Things by Mitch and Jake. For more details on the podcast or the project, check out mitch-reed.com, itsjustjake.com, or purchase Cardboard Confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.